Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Don't forget you can say Discoculia, adult signs of Discoculia, a new tool for Discoculia, learn from your mistakes and accommodation for Discoculia. This is our podcast for week 50 of 2019. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, I'm so happy to be back. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, and I'm so happy that you can fill it in your busy schedule at the end of the year. We're almost there. Um, but still, we look at, uh, as always, we look at the links for this week. And the first link is interesting. It says, don't forget, you can say Discoculia. Of course you can say Discoculia. Yeah, what yeah. Is, but that's what is that all about? <laughs> <laughs> but there's another thing here. Uh, there are now some schools and districts that actually uh, do not want to say the word Discoculia anymore. They don't want to have it in their reports because they say that the term uh, is um, recently taken out, the reference book for uh, psychologists, for the, for the diagnosis that they oh. say. And they usually say things like uh, they thought, don't yeah. want to, to label. Well, um, here you can click on this uh, link. It's a little bit over a three-page document. And... Um, it says uh, actually in the third line it mentions dyslexia, dyscoculia, dysgraphia. Um, straightforward, there's nothing in the IDEA um, that would prohibit, that would say you cannot use those terms or those terms do not exist. So dyslexia, dyscoculia, dysgraphia can be used in an evaluation, can be used in eligibility dip determinations and in IEP uh, documents. So uh, the description that a psychologist use is more on the basics and the underlying things that are um, important there. But let's be sure an LD and learning disability is defined as a disorder in one or more of the basic psychological processes involved in understanding or in using language spoken or written that may manifest itself in uh, an imperfect ability to listen, think, speak, read, write, spell, or do math, and then math calculations and math problem solving. So that's including conditions such as perceptual disabilities, brain injury, minimal brain dysfunction, yeah, whatever that is, right, it's a little bit old, of an old-fashioned term. Mm-hmm. Dyslexia and developmental uh, dysphagia, all those words are mentioned in this official legal document from the government. Right. So I, I think it's important to keep that in mind. And so push I'm back to your school district if they refuse to uh, say the D word. Well, it is absolutely perfectly permissible. Yes, and and it's about clarity. It's about everybody knows what they're talking about, right. and it does exist. So yeah. let's um, be clear to parents and counselors and whoever uh, works with this, who are stakeholders in this process, that because the terminology has changed in the 
um, in the reference book for psychologists, that does not mean that you can say, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. It is all about terminology and I am for clarity. Just call it by the name it has. Very clear, very clear viewpoint. Now, our our next link uh, is about adult science of dyscalculia. And this was actually uh, a reference to something that Dr. Shingona said, but I think the link has meanwhile been taken. This link has only been there for a very, very short time. Yeah, yeah, I I tried it uh, myself, uh, but uh, I can't see the the post anymore. I remember it was something like a summary of signs that uh, adults can have, and, and that if you have that, that may indicate you uh, you have dyscalculia as an adult. Um, actually, instead of that, we, we included a link to our online math and dyscalculia screening test. Um, that is at dyscalculiatesting.com. So that also adults who hear this and are uncertain if maybe dyscalculia could play a role in their life, they can uh, go to that website, do the test and uh, for all people uh, from high school age to adults, they do a test as if they were in ninth grade. And obviously from there they can um, go further. But uh, if you are an adult and you want to do this test, then start with saying I am in ninth grade or above. Right. So that's kind that's of the starting nine, point nine, yeah, uh, of, the, mm-hmm. of the online testing. Good, good. Very useful. And what also I think is very useful is our next link uh, where it talks about a new tool for Discoculia. Yeah, it's called it's Microsoft Math Solver. Okay. And uh, it already has a rating of uh, four and a half out of five stars. So uh, the only comments that I read here and there was that it might be a little bit slow. Um, this is... Um, basically working on iPads and iPhones. So it's an improved version from Photomath. And we well, have that- no uh, Android version yet. Yeah. No, no, that we have discussed uh, before. And although using an app that scans and then solves the problem for you in math defeats the purpose of the learning doing it yourself, but I feel there is some good use for this app. When, when a student gets stuck with a calculation, particularly homework, they're uh, at home and maybe they don't have a, a warm body that can help them. Um, this app does not only give the answer, but also the steps uh, uh, of the process to get there. So then the student can review that and think, okay, maybe this is how it works. Now let's try another question myself so it I'm, I'm not uh saying that uh all the homework questions need to be either photo apt or uh math solvered and then just write the answers right. this needs to be a helping hand to work through the steps so that you understand better uh, what to do and have examples we're talking with dr schroeder the founder of disco services.com we're looking at the links Provided on our website, discopuliaheadlines.com. Now, the uh, the next link is about learning from your mistakes, but this is not about Joe Bowler um, 
growing your brain after a mistake it is a TED talk let's listen in for a while here let's see if this works today Thank you, Ted and Isti, for this opportunity. When I first got the email, I was super relieved and excited. I was in my second year of my dream job as a central office administrator. That's my dream job, it's true. And I still never had a professional conversation about my goals and accomplishments, but it seemed like it was finally about to happen. The email read, I'd like to schedule a meeting with you after the new year. I've been working toward this job for what felt like my entire life, and to finally have it was the ultimate confirmation of everything I'd hoped was true about myself, that I was good, and that I deserved this top job. So I walked down to that meeting with a spring in my step, holding a printout of my goals and accomplishments. When I walked into my boss's office, I handed him that printout and I sat down, big smile on my face. He said, I don't want to beat around the bush. It's not working out. You're not a good fit. And I'm not renewing your contract. I just got fired. Oops. Well, that's pretty uh, devastating. <laughs> well, she, she um, really takes you through the story, what happened. She really expected a big compliment and she got fired instead one moment or the other. And um, out of the blue at that moment, she needed to uh, start some self-help. What do you do? She started to listen to TED Talks also about failures and success. And um, she heard that one superintendent in the educational system also, uh, whom she really admired, told that he was fired at a previous position, which gave her hope that failure, uh, to see failure as part of the shared human experience, that everybody uh, will experience this. So we need... Um, to be more comfortable with it and be prepared that this will happen to all of us once in our life. Right. And she learned that uh, there are even murals about mistakes that people made. Uh, <laughs> or uh, some other uh, people put sticky tapes on a blackboard to share where they went wrong and where they lost the ball. So. All those failure stories also spark the idea, well, this failure is not a permanent thing. We can do something about it and take it from here. But what uh, we need is meetings or a lesson or a talk about our sharing experiences of failures as human in general and helping also young people and students to be prepared for that this is not the end of the world and uh, that they can learn from uh, from these failures i think this is very uh, important alicia duell at ISTE uh, was the um the person who, who the told the story the speaker and um, she really advocates for helping for learning to cope with failures instead of just 
um, completely shutting down. Well, it's applicable to many people, so it's a very good, very good, uh, very courageous uh, TED talk. Yep. And it brings us to our, our final link, um, and it's about accommodations for Discoculia. So what, what do you have new here? Well, this is a website called The Advocate, and they bring a list of uh, often used accommodations that can be useful for students with dyscalculia, and they have split it up between a list of uh, um, accommodations in the classroom and those that you can do uh, at home. So you can uh, look at the list yourself, and I want to point out in particular the uh, accommodations or the, or the uh, suggestions or things that you can do at home. And because um, you don't see that often, you don't see that often. You right. see a lot of testing, and then you have yeah. a list of suggestions to do um, right. to do in uh, at school, but at home. Here, these are, these are a few of the suggestions for parents. Point out math to your children wherever you can, and obviously in a positive way, and make sure that they can do it. Don't make it too uh, difficult. Right. Um, if there are big numbers or difficult numbers involved, maybe you want to provide a calculator for some type of the calculations. Now, a very big one that I've said more often also is Please play math games. We need to bring the fun back in math. And um, managing time can be difficult for them. So work with them, make a schedule, put it on a, on a whiteboard, use colors, make it uh, attractive and help with the homework. Don't give the answers, but ask questions, look in the book, try to explain it like the teacher does. And uh, last but not least, be understanding because this is difficult for your students and yeah. there are still parents who in an effort to help their students basically bombard them with flashcards <laughs> bare number boarding black very and well, white flashcards very well meant so it's good to look at this list and say uh, and see how easy it uh, will be uh, to be a little bit more involved in your child's um, in your child's daily uh, work in the uh, in numbers very good very good well thank you dr schroeder next week will be our last session for this year um but until then we hope uh, you have a good week uh dr schroeder is the founder of discoculiaservices.com and she is desperately looking for uh, a number of good discoculia tutors and so if you go to the website discoculiatutor.org you can read on how you can also become a Discoculia tutor. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you, and until next week, you can count on us.